Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We are brought to you by Smiley One and Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling service. Daryl, uh, the day after the 17, I'm sorry, 2017 win over the Chicago Bears, uh, City feeling pretty good about that win. Hey, it wasn't the prettiest of victories, but they now have nine wins. They are controlling their own destiny, and uh, hopefully if they can get a little bit healthier here, uh, we should have a confident finish to the end of the season. But uh, I think right now you just worry about what's next, and that's what's in front of you, and that's Houston. Daryl, what was the day after like uh, as far as uh, the Browns are concerned? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know that they're going to (laughs) get much healthier because everyone that's hurt is on injured reserve and done for the season. So. Uh, I don't know, uh, you know, from that standpoint, uh, Kevin Stefanski didn't want to give any injury updates. He just said that uh, anyone that's uh, banged up is day to day. (laughs) We got the blanket day to day from him. But look, I mean, if the playoffs were to start today, uh, pretty much status quo. It's a Browns Jaguars rematch on Super Bowl wildcard weekend in Jacksonville. The Jaguars right now are clinging to the lead in the AFC South uh, because they have the tie. Uh, in the division right now. So um, it's uh, they have the tie over the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans. The Colts would be in. The Texans right now would be out, which really sets up a pretty important game for them uh, this weekend on their home field when they uh, host the Browns on Christmas Eve. That becomes almost a must-win for the Houston Texans, um, whereas the Browns, uh, we'll see what the clinching scenarios look like. I think there's an outside shot the Browns could be mentioned in a clinch scenario. It would have to, I'm guessing though, it would be a Browns win and a boatload of teams lose for them to be able to clinch on Christmas Eve, a playoff spot. But right now only one team is in and uh, that is the, the Baltimore Ravens who maintain that two game lead over the Browns in the AFC North. So it is an interesting scenario. If the Browns and I, I did, I worked this out on New York times today that, 
Um, and they have a really, really cool website where you can try to figure out the scenarios. But <clears throat> if for some reason over the next two weeks the Browns would win, beat Houston, and then beat the Jets, very – I mean, that's likable, right? I mean, you can – I'm not doable. taking any – it's doable. And the Ravens would fall to the Dolphins and the Niners, which is also doable. doable. Cincinnati then falls into the seventh spot if they pick up a one – I think if they just pick up one win over the next two weeks – when that would also boost the Browns to the two spot in the AFC, which would have Cincinnati coming back to Cleveland for a uh, playoff spot for the first week of the playoffs. But I mean, that's a long way off. It was just kind of fun to see that today when I was going through the scenarios. It would be. I'm not going to lie. I was really rooting for Jacksonville hard <laughs> Sunday night. Oh, so was I. I mean, how mad could you be? I mean, first of all, they blow two field goals, and then they mismanage the clock at the end of the Oh, first man, half. Doug Peterson, I don't know what he was on, but you want to talk about a cluster you-know-what of game management in that first half? My goodness. And at the end of the half, how they just totally screwed that up. Like, it's okay, fine, you're going to run that quick snap to try and catch the Ravens sleeping, but you better score the touchdown there. How do you leave at least three points on the field like that? So, yeah, it, it was a disastrous half of game management for Doug Peterson uh, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. But, man, I was pulling for them hard. And uh, by halftime, I'm like, yeah, there ain't no way in hell Jacksonville's going to win this game because their coach keeps screwing things up. So it's Baltimore's going to go to 11-5 and five and hang on to that two-game lead with three games to play uh, over the Browns. But the Browns are in really good shape right now. Um, that's, that's what that bears win did for them. And, uh, it's like I said, it sets up a showdown in Houston, uh, against the Texans, CJ Stroud, as we have this discussion right now on a Monday afternoon, that's when we're recording this podcast, full disclosure there, um, that, uh, you know, uh, he remains in the concussion protocol, which would potentially mean that the Browns could play case Keenum on Sunday in Houston. So we'll see, but. Um, there's a lot for Browns fan to feel really good about with this team. And I know we, we're going to get into it on this podcast, Andy, but I just, I've, I, I said this on the morning show. I, this team deserves fan support. This team deserves the respect of the fans. They've earned it. Um, you know, I understand Browns fan is uh, still dealing with the trauma of what this expansion era has been like. Um, but this is this is a team to feel good about. They're easy to root for. You got good guys in that locker room. You got guys to play hard. They've had a boatload of injuries. It's incredible that they're in the position that they're in. Um, and it, it it just I hope that Browns fans uh, can set aside the being jaded part of being a Browns fan for the next couple of weeks here and just really enjoy the end of this season. And, uh, you know, hopefully them getting into the playoffs. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Um, backtrack on the jaded part. and just uh, why, why say that? 
Uh, have you not watched this franchise for the last three decades? <laughs> no, I mean, but to be jaded right now, maybe I just misunderstood. No, no, what, I, no, what I mean uh, is uh, it's just, you know, you're, you're, you're jaded because, right, the, the other shoe always drops, the bottom always falls out, the Titanic right. hits the iceberg and sinks, right? I mean, Do you really think that the Titanic hit an iceberg? I've heard conspiracy theories on this lately, too. Do we really think that it hit an iceberg? Yes. Didn't it break up from the middle? Because it went down from the head and snapped in half. I don't know. I've read some pretty interesting conspiracy theories. I, I am not going down the why the Titanic sank holes with you right now. I don't know. What maybe you can uh, get. You know, you, you're making the big bucks over there, Baskin. Maybe you can. Yeah. On, you can. You yeah. Can get on that Titan and head on down there. Yeah, with my free monster shirt on. Yeah, I'm a really I don't even free. I paid for this shirt. What am I talking about? You and Homer Simpson can go down on the Titan to check out the Titanic there. Don't and, uh, hope hope that works out for you. No, oh, I don't know. Um, all right. So you know, I, I, I feel like you look back at the game and you, there's some it's a swagger. It's just something it's something about it. We had someone complaining about Newsom today and you know, going over the top. Uh, when he makes a play or all the defensive guys that go over the top after they make a play. And normally I would be one of those guys. I'd be kind of a hater about it. I'd be like, Oh man, can we act like we've been there before? I don't know at the fact that, do you remember when Schwartz was mad that it kind of got leaked out that he told him, he told his guys to celebrate after every play. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes. I, I was in the room when he said it. <laughs> okay, good. I just, I mean, you learn a lot of things, so I'm not sure if you remember everything you hear. Um, I don't know. I kind of I'm glad that that came out because the fact that Schwartz wants them to do that and if they could get fined or get in trouble for not celebrating after a big play, then you know what? I don't have a problem with it anymore. I used to be can the ball back to the ref and let's go. I do think it's you know when you're down 17-7 and you're punting every time and um you were maybe 3 feet away from a play where a receiver dropped the ball. I don't know if you need to celebrate at that point, but um I'm kind of living with it. I'm, I'm, I'm changing my paradigms. Yes. All right. Well, then you celebrate getting off the field. Anyway. All right. Celebrate getting off and the field. And you're thanking the bear point. for dropping the ball, both literally and figuratively. But I mean, you know, you, you want know to play what? air guitar after a guy drops the ball out of his hands at the end. Nah, knock yourself out. Well, I'll say this because uh, I, I remember going, uh, you know, leading up to the Greenbrier trip. I, I was very facetious in my thoughts of, the necessity of of doing that moving training camp down there uh for nine days and it turns out kevin was right and i was wrong and i'm not afraid to admit that it's yeah, worth I, I can't tell you how many times players have talked about how much that trip how much the philadelphia trip meant to them as far as them uh, coming together, understanding that they're interdependent upon each other, that they're all in this thing together, that it's not about the individual thing, right? Uh, and and if you perform well individually within your role, that, that means the, the team is going to uh, perform well. Um, I, I think in this instance, Kevin was 100% right, and you're seeing the dividends of that pay off. Because what's happening, Andy, is there has been so many inflection moments in this season, whether it was Nick Chubb getting hurt, you know, and I, I remember the day after that, 
I mean, even just in the moment, being in that stadium when that injury occurred and the life that got sucked out of the team, right? Um, then it, when the Deshaun injury happens, uh, not not the one that kept them out for a few weeks, but the, the season ender. And it's like, well, all right, now what are they going to do? And then Joe Flacco walks in the door. And they keep still losing guys. They lost both their starting safeties. You know, Juan Thornhill hopefully comes back from the calf, but Grant Delpit ain't coming back this year. Um, they have been able, because of the time spent together, because of the way the coaches have coached them schematically, that there is an inherent belief in each other. Like, they don't change things up because a player got hurt. And, yeah, they do – They make minor tweaks or whatever but you know look i remember in years past where a player goes out and they got to throw half of what they do out the window and and redraw everything up right right well, you, you're not seeing that they didn't have their two starting safeties yesterday they still play man they they still did what they do right yeah you're right you're right and and so you know while i you know joked about the uselessness and waste of time heading to west virginia was going to be for the Browns and the waste of money. I am not, I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. Uh, and I was wrong that you are seeing the benefits of that. Now, I don't know if you can do that every year and get the same results. Okay. Because I do kind of feel like you have to be fresh and do things unique and different and whatever. But man, um, I, I do feel like that Kevin Stefanski's approach, he, cause here's the thing. Here, he hang on, saw, Jared, hang on one second. Well, hang on, let me just real quick. Okay, okay. He saw in years past that the team wasn't unified, that there was a lot of individualism within the locker room. Not to say that there was bad apples in the locker room, but just the cohesion was in the symmetry just was not there with the team. And so heading into this season, he decided to do something different to fix that. And so what have we seen this year? We have seen a team that's unified and cohesive. And as a result, in spite of the injuries and all the adversity and the problems and the deficits and everything else, they are producing positive results on the football field. So give Kevin Stefanski some credit there. And uh, I guess a big dunce cap for me for laughing at him for thinking that Greenbrier would not work because it has worked. We don't have to give you one. You got one right behind you. Hey, it's always game day in Cleveland. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about Joe Flacco. We'll talk about the fans and uh, uh, Miles Garrett. I want to talk about Miles Garrett and because the fact he didn't get held at all in that game. It's always game day in Cleveland. Hang tight. More for this. 